digit, digital, dread, time, digit, All right. We return back. Yeah, you know, I'll hit them with the random every now and then. If you listen to the beginning periods of this show, our first couple episodes, I would start it way random. We, we should we, just splice them all together. Yeah. All your all your intros. It might mess you up, man. It might but they may sound very similar. Well. Do you have a classic <laughs> intro? Do you have a classic intro? I used to. I used to just randomly go off top. And you know what? I learned from that and that's okay. Yeah, he you know, say some random yeah, stuff. We'd be like, right. like uh, I'm a random person. We're sticking man. our toes in the pool. Man. Like, what are you putting your toes? Y'all trying to, you, you know, been reading some Zoro Neil Hurston. Everybody need good see, you see what I mean? They trying to they trying to sleep on my artistry, man. That's cool. Together, that's like, that's yeah. cool. But that's neither here nor there, man. Because what we here or for anywhere. or mm-hmm. anywhere is to hit you <laughs> with another Digital Good Times episode with the fire yoga flame. You know what I mean? And uh, this is episode numero. You're like, man, I, I think I know what that is, but I need to hear one more time. I'll do it again. And that's Swahili on y'all real quick, man. Swahili mm-hmm. on them. That's number 65, bro. Out here, you gotta show me how to do that shit. Right yeah, there. man, yes, sir. <laughs> and uh, I go by the name of Small Eyes. What is he? Who else we got? In the uh, Tristan Cavari. Mm-hmm. Yak Preston. Yeah, yeah. Carry classic. Yeah. And you already know what it is. You rocking with the Squid Art and uh, this good brother Carry K Digi man. He got a lot of aliases, man. He's <laughs> been somebody we've seen intersecting in the scene. Uh, for the last couple of years, last two years, and especially at the communal space that we all got our kind of like come up on, uh, which is General Assembly. And I do want to I want to take time to give a shout out to the good people over there because they gave us our first platform, our first space to really express and connect to the Atlanta community. Mm-hmm. So shout out to that whole team and to Tamisha and Amelia. I know she peaced Gabby, out. All Gabby, folks. everybody mm-hmm. over there, mm-hmm. everybody over there. Good people. Good people over doing there. dope work. Um, and really supporting the Atlanta community. And his brother was up there, man. And, and every time we see him, he's doing some awesome work, man. Doing some good work, doing some panels, doing his own thing. And uh, we always talked about, we going to work, we going to work, we going to work. And, you know, sometimes, <laughs> man, it don't always happen at the time you want it to, man. It happens when it's time, you know. Mm. So We, we have to, been saying that shit. We have, though. It's been like two years, man. Yeah, every time yeah. we say, yo, we going to build, we going to build. But we here. But we here, we you here. know what I'm saying? That's all that matters. So we gonna flow from the survival scrolls if you if you don't already know, and we are gonna talk about something that's in this brother's wheelhouse based on, and you know we bring that word in, man. And we should probably like this should be a drinking game. If you listen to Digital Good Times every time right. you hear wheelhouse, you can just take a shot. You know what I mean? Um, and we're talking about branding and marketing, right? And particularly branding and digital marketing, right? And that's a buzzword because that just means a lot of stuff now, right? But I want to just talk about the evolve the like I mean when I say the evolution, like how it has rapidly, almost overnight, changed. And in particular, we can talk about it. I'll talk about it from the vantage point as an artist or as an, as an entrepreneur. And you can talk about it from the same. I think we all can. Okay. How has social media and its rapid-paced evolution changed the whole way that we market and brand stuff now? I honestly think that it gives everybody the opportunity to create and cultivate and nurture their own audience. Mm. We have a direct to consume we have a direct to consumer market now. Okay. So I don't have to be an artist, pass off my work to the seller or the retail store and then get it to the people. 
I can literally mm. make it, take a picture of it, and depending on how I've nurtured an audience of my own, get them right to it and have mm. them pay me directly now. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, that's you, a good way to put it. You got that, that blessing and the curse of it, right? Mm. So the blessing of the people who are artists or who are creators, who are good creators, can market to their audience. But what about all that, like, just trash out yeah, there? Yeah, all the, all the gobbledygook. You know I mean? The trash has easier access to brand their stuff, too. Yeah, totally. And I mean, I think, and I, I like, I like, that, I love that point, yeah. man, where you're like, yo, it actually cuts out the middleman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? So everybody has the ability and the potentialness. I just made that Potential. <laughs> potentiality. <laughs> potentiality. Yeah, I, I got there uh, to create their own platforms, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Based on the middleman being cut out. Mm -hmm. But as a result, because you have these platforms, now you're in a space where there's a lot more noise mm -hmm. related to these platforms. And that's one side. The other side is like if we bring in the technology side about how the algorithms and the robots control what you're viewing now, right? When you control that, when the robots and the algorithms are controlling that, they literally are dictating what you see, mm -hmm. right? And, 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 and Facebook got called out on this years ago, and they're like, oh, no, man, this is just a... We didn't mean anything by it. No, that was a, <laughs> it was a test. It was an experiment. Like, oh, yeah, we changed how your feed looks just because we wanted to. Mm -hmm. And so now people are only seeing the things based on what they like and what they respond right, to. Right, So, so it's changed now. How do we now. see new stuff? Like, So if I like your stuff... Mm -hmm. That's all I'm going to see now. Exactly. You know what I mean? No, that's episode. That's what I and mean. Who pays for it? That's, that's what I mean. Like, that's people don't even realize the game has changed like that. Mm -hmm. Like, you think you're looking at the things you thought you were looking at a couple of years but ago. The things you thought you were looking at and what you thought exactly. was looking at before you thought you was And there. you don't even know. See, you now you now you lost. Y'all probably <laughs> lost. Like, where am I? That's really what's going down. Mm -hmm. The data. The data analytics is the new game. It's been the real. It's been the game for several years, but we want to mm -hmm. stress, and we'll have our good brother Lawrence on. Man, y'all know that you know low lights on uh, at some point to talk about the analytics game. But when it comes back to to bring it back to the branding and to bring it back to marketing, it's like some people are getting lost. Right? You don't even see certain events being promoted. You don't even see certain anything unless mm -hmm. there's somebody that's in your circle or someone that you have directly connected to and this is on all platforms where you're talking about facebook you're talking about uh instagram twitter etc so for you again as a seasoned uh you know vet like how do you feel like how does that how does that hurt people because they do have the platform now but now you got to work work even harder to be visible mm -hmm. right? i think it, it, money money is what hurt is what hurts almost everything right you know mm. money destroys music <laughs> you mm, know what i'm saying yeah so it's like money once once brands and big advertisers the, realize the the wealth of information that we're volunteering to the internet, mm -hmm. um, they were able to create one-to-one -one advertisements. So right. if you like, engage, comment on anything, um, they are curating that behind the scenes to give you a one-to-one -one internet experience. Mm -hmm. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Talk so, about that now. So Go ahead and your, laugh. Go ahead. your internet experience is way different from mine just based off of the shit that we interact with on the internet. Mm -hmm. right. I'm going to see a bunch of advertisements for General Assembly because I talk about General it's Assembly on my shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think those are the... It's money. It's a money mm -hmm. play because yeah. we're volunteering. Like nobody reads those. Hey, disclaimers, those yeah, like never. we just changed a bunch of shit. Right. We just want access back to our profile. So we right. like, yeah, whatever, man. Mm. Just, I mean, excuse me. Click it free, bro. We like, yeah. yeah, whatever. You know, click and then it's on and popping again. That's that's mm. that we're volunteering way too much shit. 
in talk the about it in now. the name talk of about it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Talk about it now. Yeah. Let's let's sit here so, in this space for a second, man. Go ahead. Yeah. I was gonna say so. Um, how do you balance that? Because volunteering your mm. shit is actually what helps you create your brand for mm-hmm. the people who don't hmm. have that money yet, right? Mm-hmm. It's a great. I mean, this is a, this is a really good comment because this is this is like I think the modern conundrum. You got people, and even even people on our squad, man. I won't air them out, but it's like people that don't want to volunteer that information. Mm-hmm. But when you don't, now it now you're excised out from being a part of that community. So it's like I want to be, I want to know what's happening online. I want to know what my friends are doing. Mm-hmm. But if you're not a part of this service, if you haven't subscribed, you don't even you're not you're just literally xed out. You're iced out. So it's either you're in or you out. Mm-hmm. You can't be in the middle, and they know that. And so it's going to have to be either a new platform that allows you to say, look, you don't you can give me this limited amount of information and you still can have the ability to communicate. And we not we're going to be transparent and we're only going to take X, Y and Z. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I think, like you said, it just started off. You know, we were sold a different kind of dream, man. Like when Facebook first started, it was just like, oh, man, we just connecting with our friends and family. But it literally evolved right in front of us and we were already in. So it was like. I'm connecting and talking to all my friends and family right now. I mean, why would I want to step away when I I'm already that invested? You know? Think about this. Are you go ahead? Yeah, I'm Scott. Yeah, uh, sure. uh, in a in a smaller in a smaller sense, right? Think about how Apple Music does their does their business model. They give you three months free mm-hmm. because why? You're going to create playlists, mm-hmm. right? You're going to you're going to spend the time in that three months. To do that, so you're invested in it. So now you're like, shit, I gotta pay this nine 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 because I done made some fight. I done found some good shit. I done mm-hmm. went back and mm-hmm. did my thing in here. Right. So, and I think that's how they, you know, ultimately got us used to technology. Like I know people who are willing to leave their driver's license at home before they leave their. They'll turn back around oh, for yeah. that phone. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They like, bro, like my whole. I'm mm-hmm. off the grid. I can't <laughs> see nothing for yeah, eight I'm hours a whole day. Like, right. You like, <laughs> I gotta go get my phone. Yeah. But if it's your, your yeah. if it's your uh, driver's license, you like shit. I'm just gonna drive the speed uh, limit. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna test this shit. Yeah. But like, for I think that they increased our comfortability with right. technology and. Once we were invested with so much information mm-hmm. on the internet by putting our our credit cards shopping online and, right. and putting our uh, personal and you know behind the scenes online, yeah, it's it's and out be, here now. And you know, I, if if I can kind of chime in because yeah. I'm I'm learning here because I, I feel like I suck at digital marketing <laughs> and all that stuff. I, I got in the game kind of late, um, but one one thing that I can offer is that in my particular lifestyle, like I always try to. Um, have something that's still in like the physical or you know whatever analog space um Mm -hmm. that is almost the same as what would be in the digital space so if i'm ever without my phone for a day i don't have that panic or if i don't have you know if i'm not plugged in all the time i still feel balanced and you know so i think if you can kind of find something just within your own relationship with technology Uh And maybe at times just being able to unplug in ways and know how to function when you're unplugged. Because, like, what if everything went down? What if, yeah. you know, we got yeah. a weak power grid, right? Uh, so what if, like, not. stuff just really went down? That's real. Are you gonna, is your life going to be in a panic or are you still going to know how to go get food? <laughs> panic. I mean, it's only, I mean, for a lot of people, yeah. it, that's the case. And not to sound like a, a prepper or something like that, but <laughs> just saying that I think that, that, that you as an individual finding that, that space within yourself between you know, the so-called real world and the digital world will allow you to feel okay about how much you put into the digital world and, how, and what information you're putting in. And if you're a, a small business or a musician or, you know, artist, someone, if you're trying to market yourself, 
Um, you know, I, I think when Karen Marie Mason was up here, um, she gave yeah. some really good points about, you know, really like the small business model. So you know who your audience is. If you mm -hmm. have a, a thousand people, you know how to speak directly to those thousand people. So mm -hmm. you're essentially simulating the same thing that the huge companies are doing with that one-to-one -one marketing, but you're just focusing on your, your base and, um, mm -hmm. you know, marketing directly to them. And maybe you don't have to put out as much of your information to be able to do that. So it's an yeah. idea. That's a good. I mean, yeah. if if you think about it, you know that term like every everybody is a brand. So every time you step out of the house, like what you're wearing, you're branding yourself to the people who see you. Yeah. So what if billboards would change when you walked by, depending on what you're wearing? Would you stop wearing the same clothes? Would you stop stepping out the house? Probably. You would. Ch it would change the way you stepped out the house. Because mm -hmm. it would impact it. And now you're talking about some minority port shit that probably is going to happen in the near future. Right. So that's just what's happening digitally. Everything yeah. you put up is going to yeah, affect what you say. It affects right. what you say. Yeah. No, I mean. That's funny how you say uh, the minority port. Because I, I looked at uh, Eagle Eye not too long ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That shit, I, I believe that shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I believe that shit. We talk about that. The drones flying over. We, we've been talking about mm -hmm. articles the drones flying in neighborhoods. We just getting it started, y'all. Y'all already know. This is going to be one where we flowing for the survival scores. I can already tell. So you already know what it is. We just getting the feet wet, the toes wet. <laughs> Some as y'all want to say, dipping. I'm going to bring it back in there, man. Get your heels you know moist. That's the first <laughs> thing the you do when you moist. get into the tub or you get into the pool. You put your toes in there, right? Right, yeah. You know what I mean? To check to make sure everything's cool. Uh -huh. That's what we do. doing. then you dive in. Exactly. So we'll dive in a little bit later. We're going to hit you with some sounds and vibrations. You already know what it is. D.I. G.I. Good times. Go You say I drive too fast, go nowhere Swear we'll end up crashing one day somewhere Before we do, I hope we get it all in the open And if we do, I hope we follow the roses, find it Always made you get violent
And just like that. You know, turn, you already know what time it is. This is that time of our show where we dip and dive. We deep dive now. <laughs> <laughs> we deep diving now. We got our swimsuit on. We got our we scuba gear on. You know what I'm saying? And we are chilling with the good brother, Carrie Classic. Yeah, yeah. What up? Goes by many, many aliases. Um, and as we said earlier, we met a while ago, a couple years ago, and we've been meeting to connect, and we finally have. Mm-hmm. This is the time where we want you to tell the people, how did you get into the space of branding, digital marketing, and you know, getting you into building the platform you created with Intelligently Cool? What brought you? Like, how did you get to it? Cool. Um, so my, my background really started, I was working a corporate job at Turner Broadcasting, and my specific department acted as an internal agency to all of Turner brands. So I had the luxury of working with everybody. So I wasn't married to any one brand. I just mm-hmm. had the luxury to kind of hang out. Um, the job, the half of my job that was specifically got me into this direction was a, a department called Insights and Inspiration. And my job was to study, identify, and monitor global media trends, culture shifts, and new technologies mm-hmm. and create or ideate around those that information and partner it with our business strategy so i would know our calendar for q you know for the year and saying okay well this brand has this show coming up and this is a big high priority a tier one show for them Mm -hmm. so let's partner this trend with this with this uh activation and create something cool depending on what we got going on Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's kind of like where the whole so my job how i did that was i spent a lot of time reading creative blogs i have a mm. feedly if anybody uses feedly yeah. it's oh, a way yeah. to feedly curate a way. bunch of yeah uh, blogs on in one app so I, I built the feedly out um with you know i had a section for design i had a section for music fashion technology entrepreneurship and i would just read this information every day mm-hmm. and then you know you start reading so many success stories about people who had an idea you know put some you know put it on paper partnered with somebody who can do some coding and uh ended up creating a million dollar you know business and million dollar on the bottom end right just a business a successful business and you just get inspired (laughs) you just get inspired you can't continue to consume that type of information and not have it change you and i think that's where i subconsciously realized the power of education Mm -hmm. it was just like yo man like had it's just an information game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The stuff that I was looking at eight hours a day was about, you know, inf- like how to's to mm-hmm. success, damn near. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yo. <laughs> was this why you were still at your corporate job? Still at my job. Mm-hmm. Still so, at my job. Let's fast. I want to. I want to rewind back a little bit before that. What What brought you into? Was it just? The check that got you to the job or was it like you really wanted to get into the like have you always since you were like young wanted to come into the marketing space like what what got you at that the, the corporate gig for you? fell into it bro like okay. i moved to atlanta with the intention to work for nba tv because i wanted to work for nba tv okay, i didn't cool. know okay. that nba tv was a part of turner mm. but ah. i they flew me out for an interview right after i graduated they t- uh told me no and sent me back home so I was like, well, shit, what? I'm finna. But I was living in Virginia at the time. Okay. So I was like, all right, well, now I know that this is the company I want to be down with. I'm going to move to Atlanta on some just humbug shit. Mm-hmm. Me and my frat brother moved to Atlanta together. Um, we, you know, 
went half on some rent. I had about $1,700 to my name, literally. So I had two months in my mind to find a job mm. that would keep me in Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. So I started Talk working at a front desk hotel job, mm -hmm. flipped that into a media company um, out in uh, uh, Pleasantdale, um, off Pleasantdale Road okay. in Compass. And okay. then I applied to so many jobs at Turner. When they called me, I didn't even know what job that they was calling me about. <laughs> I was just like... <laughs> Kidney. Whatever. Kidney. I treated Kidney. it like life. I know I treated it like life or death, though, because I was finna get put out of the job that I had. Mm. Or just, I just felt like this is gonna come to an end. So I have to, I have to get, you this, gotta job. get this job. Yeah, so mm. I went in there on some like, whatever. So that, so <laughs> funny thing is, um, Small Eyes is really good at detecting, like, okay, that seemed kind of easy. You're already at Turner. Mm -hmm. So let's go back a little bit. So you, you gave us a little, little bit more, mm -hmm. you know, of your history, and it shows that you already had that hustle in you. Mm -hmm. So when you came across that information, you know, it was almost like it just activated it to another level for awareness, you. Awareness, man. Yeah. Awareness is a like if I can hit anybody with, if I can put one superhero in everybody, it would be awareness. For sure, like mm. awareness changes the game. Goes for a long everything. way. Talk about it now. Way. Just Talk like about it now. Knowing that the opportunity is there. Mm. <laughs> and it was yeah. like, and being oh. and being present and in the right space to receive the opportunity because mm -hmm. you can see it and be like nah i don't think i'm ready for that yeah and opportunities like looking you right in your face mm -hmm. so it's being what they say where uh that quote everybody uses when opportunity meets uh preparation 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 mm -hmm. meets opportunity or whatever i can't i messed up the quote now but yeah mm -hmm. you can you get the gist <laughs> of what i'm saying when you like you put the work in right and now you've had, you've got, you built the, the skill set, you built the wisdom and experience up, and the opportunity's there. Then you're ready, right? But if you're not constantly in the state of being ready for it, then you will miss it. And I used to be on that myself. Like, you know, oh, I'm waiting for somebody to get, I'm not giving me the opportunity, I'm waiting for it, whether they're creating it, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's where that awareness comes in. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, this whole time I could have created it myself. Mm -hmm. And, and and that's where I wanted to get to from where you said, like you said, you started from. was like, okay, I had to get this gig. I had to get to it. I knew I wanted to work for the NBA. I knew I wanted to work for Turner. Uh -huh. How do I get to it, right? right? So it's the drive. Now, going forward into, you know, where you have, you went from Turner. What you got from Turner, Where how did you get into building your own space? Like, what, what was the next steps from there? I got laid off. <laughs> wow, okay. Straight up, so um, keeping it real. So I was working this, you know, the best job that I felt I ever had. It was, it put me in a really good space. I was having better conversations. I felt myself becoming more confident in the the you know the things I was doing. I felt proud of what I was doing. I wasn't, you know, I didn't feel like I was deteriorating my community in no way. Mm. I was being the catalyst between information that I thought was. Uh, lacking in around my immediate circle, I would go right. home and talk to my friends. Yo, man, you know about augmented reality? Mm -hmm. And they like, what the hell are you right. talking about? Right. What the fuck? But yeah, just putting them. So on. I was yeah. just like, yo, okay, cool. Now this is, you know, that's another awareness thing. Like, yeah. cool. Now I'm aware that it's needed in, mm. in in my community and amongst my friends because you know, it's just it's it's necessary. Mm -hmm. So I just own that, and um, so I, I learned how to build presentations. I ended up taking Toastmasters classes because I was real. I was real mm. um, rough around the edges when it came to communicating mm. um, effectively. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's one thing to communicate, <laughs> but uh, communicate effectively. So talk about it. Now. It, it, it was uh, important that I ended up 
learning how to process, package, and translate information in an effective way so that the audience can understand what I'm, you know, understand what's going on. Mm -hmm. So um, I took Toastmasters. That helped me out tremendously. And I just started doing presentations. And then one day uh, came in and they was like, you know, this job, you know, they went through a massive layoff. They laid off a lot of people. So mm -hmm. my job was just ate up. But um, I was so inspired and so already invested in what I was doing. I felt like I had my moment of this is what I want to do. And mm. that's when it changed for me. Like, this is what I want to do this. This is, this is what I was building up to. This is what I want to do. Mm. I was using all the natural things that I felt was good for me. I, uh, you know, it, I like to talk. I like to, you know, I'm a people person. Mm -hmm. um, I like to uh invest in in things that i feel good about and i think information is one of the best ways to invest in mm -hmm. your friends and family mm -hmm. um I, I was just in a really good mental and emotional space with it so i was like this is what i want to do i'm cool with it now i got to figure out how to make money mm -hmm. since you know i was laid off so now i was like i want to keep doing this and i'm gonna use the processes and the uh the tactics that i used in corporate america to make it work for me Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So now we fast forward into you build your building your own brand, taking your skill sets learned from Turner, and you build intelligently cool. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> tell us how that came about. Tell us about the name. Tell us like how did what what, what birth that outside of like this is the need that I know is there. Okay. What got you to that? So while I was still in my job. I, again, I was consuming so much awesome information. Then I started getting into art real heavy, street art and mm -hmm. culture and all that stuff because I was hanging out on Edgewood. You know, mm -hmm. I got into the Atlanta. Mm -hmm. right. And then I was just like, yo, you know, this is the space. These are the people I want to be around. Mm -hmm. This is the information I want to, mm -hmm. you know, be hustling. Mm -hmm. And everybody's all, it's all love with everybody. Right. So um, I created this thing called, an uh, Instagram page called Dope. No, it was called Now That's Dope first. I created an Instagram page called Now That's Dope. And it was just me basically repurposing screenshots or pictures mm -hmm. from all the hot shit that I was finding in all these blogs. Mm -hmm. So I was like curating from blogs from Japan and Australia mm -hmm. oh, and just wow. international blogs. So mm -hmm. the content was really unique because nobody was really curating what I was curating. Right. So Now That's Dope turned into Dope Connect because it was like my background way of trying to say where uh, intelligence and strategy meets arts and mm -hmm. culture. You know right. what I'm saying? So Dope Connect was kind of like my thing. Okay. The tagline to Dope Connect was intelligently cool. At some point, I started to be like, all right, well, now I want to make some motherfucking money. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm, oh, cura up. Right. Up. I'm curating. Um, you know, people are liking it. I got yeah. followers on my Instagram page Cash or what out. I thought was. You know what I'm saying? And then I was like, now nah, I got to figure out how to monetize this shit. Mm-hmm. So mm -hmm. Dope Connect started as like this blog and of us going around the community and connecting with interesting creatives, interviewing them, uh, putting them on our Instagram page, trying to create our own content. One day I walked into an art gallery and it was a little bit more upscale and um, no offense, um, but a white dude, you know, just approached me and was like, hey, you know, what's up? Who you with? And I was like, Dope Connect. And the way he looked at me made me realize I needed to change my name. Mm, that's right, yeah. He just that looked happens. at me. Yeah. It was just like, he didn't say nothing, but it felt like he was like, of course your right. business is called Dope yeah. Connect. Dope. Right. Mm. That's, that's what, what he looked at me and made me feel like that. Yeah, so I was yeah. like, 
Mm-hmm. All right. So I went back home and was like, bro, we got to change this shit because this is only going to get us so far. There's going to there's gonna come a ceiling to Dope Connect. Exactly. Yeah. So I knew that was where I was headed. Right. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, all right, I'm on the train one day to Marta, going to the airport, and I'm reading the Zappos book, um, Delivering Happiness. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what part in that book made me say Intaku. Like, Intaku is mm-hmm. the compound word of intelligently cool. cool. Yeah. So I was like, Intaku is going to be the name of the business because I knew I wanted something that felt like Google, yeah. Yahoo. Mm-hmm. I didn't want, yeah, yeah, like there's Universal. there's nothing yeah. else with this. It's right. Intaku. Right. Like where the hell yeah, did this come from? Find, you're not going right. to find it from Right. Me, so I was like, Intaku is going to be the name of the business and we're just going to keep the intelligently cool tagline. Mm. And that's when Intaku started as a there you go. business. Wow. I love that. Organic. Man. And like, so our, what's interesting is to bring it, this will bring it somewhat full circle. Like the first episode we ever did start my uh, good homie, Bame, who works for it and is a, a good good soldier and a good brother for the city of Atlanta. He's probably one of the biggest champions for the city of Atlanta, for the Center for Civic Innovation. And on that episode, we were talking exactly about what just happened, what you said just happened, and about if we build the spaces that we have leverage and control in, you'll never have to feel that an idea and a name that you built isn't good enough, right? Because of basically somebody's racist ideology that this brand doesn't fit that. And basically Bane was talking about how you we can't we can't walk into the tech spaces and be ourselves. Now that's changing. This was two years ago. Mm-hmm. It's changing because we were we were on a cover of freaking Creative Love and then we're hip hop guys and they're saying we're tech people, right? So there we're visually helping to change that. Where you can go in there and you can Maybe in a year or two, you could have a dope connect, and the guy can't say nothing about it because they understand that there's people, other players coming. But at that time, you were so ahead, it was too ahead. Like, mm-hmm. he didn't even understand his mind couldn't conceptualize that. And the barriers that you are doing, helping to break down, and we're helping to break down, will make it so that there's a world where a kid could have a brilliant idea, right? Mm-hmm. Well, like, what the fuck is a yik yak? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. dope. It's just a word. It's a hip hop slang word, right? Mm-hmm. But we can that word means so much. Mm-hmm. So it actually fits technology perfectly because mm-hmm. it means you can make one thing mean many things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I just had to say that to say I feel you because you went for the you're going for the higher level. But what we're doing, hopefully, in the ten years or however many years it's going to take, like a kid can have an idea that could be something even more outlandish in hip hop, mm-hmm. and it doesn't taint the idea because the idea and the execution of it is what matters. You, you know, know what I mean? You know what is funny though, cause um, and I feel that, but I still think at the time I was I was thinking in that kind of space. I was like, uh-huh. I was I wanted to have something that was culturally uh familiar, mm-hmm. um, to say, and I in the way that I positioned myself, it was like I used the verbiage like I'm I'm a dope dealer. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like of of the cool stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm dope dealing, mm-hmm. and if and other people could be dope dealers. <laughs> so, I see. Like, I see. So you were you were heavy on the dope on the dope side. I thought it was, it was just no. Nah, we was like it was, it was crazy. The, okay, it was crazy. Right. I that was a little part you left. Yeah, out. after you left after out. I really thought yeah, about it, I was like, out. man, this shit ain't. This that's okay. That's a little different. That's a little different. Even though everybody does dope exactly you know? exactly yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. talk about that but you know okay so we get that i mean i i just like that that was a conversation and that just goes back to if we keeping it all the way a thousand that black people people of the disenfranchised we always have to walk in two worlds mm-hmm. you know what i mean and that's just that's for better or for worse what has i think helped 
allow us the ability to have a little bit more of a different kind of spin on things. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know how to talk that way and I can talk this way. Mm-hmm. And that's the power, I think, of just hip-hop, too. Uh, so tell us now about what you uh, were currently Intelligently Cool is building and what plans for the future. And, you know, what, what are your plans for future endeavors with the brand and with um, the company? We... We ended up pivoting to a space to where, you know, I'm tracking trends. So I'm aware that companies are having a lot of these conversations about the millennial workforce. So um, Mm -hmm. we started to, you know, kind of leverage that by creating platforms like the Intelligently Cool panel series, which Mm -hmm. is just, you know, it's a platform for thought leadership. It's a platform for peer to peer thought leadership. Mm, Talk about that. Um, I ended up going to a panel one day. and just felt like it's always senior leadership who mm-hmm. was kind of almost doing this talk down type exactly. to the thing. Like, oh, well, this is what I did to gain my success. Mm-hmm. And and it's, you know, it's a form of of mentorship, you know, in a sense. But I, I was craving that there needs to be peer-to-peer conversations because if we're the new, you know, us, you know what I'm saying? We're the new kind of understanding where things are going because we're actively participating in social media and influencer mm-hmm. marketing and learning all these things. And that that's the disconnect between the generations because, like, we communicate and move differently. Then mm-hmm. we need to share information amongst ourselves mm-hmm. more often. Talk and about that's it. That's why the Intelligently Cool panel series even uh, exists. And then we built another uh, platform, me and my business partner, Dave Melhado. Uh, what up, bro? What's up? Um, we conceptualize. He actually conceptualized the millennials brunch, and I just put you know all, all steam behind them with that, and okay. that's our uh, our disguised networking event. We got tired of going to those stiff ass yeah. networking mm-hmm. events. We got yeah. put on that big talk ass sticker. Messy yeah. <laughs> <about laughs> clothing. So that's I, what I, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Like on some real. So to just talk about like the disruption. We went into we go to the and we even mentioned it in the in the creative loafing piece where we were at the tech one of the tech crunch events and we literally stood out like sore thumbs right it's mm-hmm. like the, the 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 archetype of what a techie or what somebody who's tech focused looks like is being broken down like mm-hmm. we're breaking that shit down and all of us are doing it like day to day by day it's like we kind of have to break down as you're doing the panel style how you do meetups how you do networking all of it should be dismantled because all of that shit is old. It's old like, you know what man. I mean? So I love seeing like where people are breaking down, you know, using the brunch style, you know what I mean, to open a network. And I love it like how you said the panels. I, I do believe that, you know, the whole panel style is really just antiquated, right? It's what? like listen, you're listening in response. Listen response. Like there's gotta be a new way to engage it. So um, I really, I really appreciate you being out here and being on the forefront of helping to engage and stimulate the community. Uh, but we have reached that time. So we got a tradition here. And I know we've been giving folks heads up before. I don't know if we did tonight. But didn't, but I got feelings going to deliver. I got feelings going to deliver. We like to ask, you know, for our guests to, you know, offer us a song, a tune, a track for the party people of the Digi Universe. Um, it does have to be SoundCloud, friend. Make it as SoundCloud friendly as possible. That's the, that's the only caveat. So give us some songs that, and we'll tell you whether they're SoundCloud friendly. Um, so I can just pick a song and. Yeah, some, song. some that you don't that matter you what it's riding to or you, you uh, know. Bro, you know what I'm you. on right now? Hold on. This is going to sound funny, but I'm going to keep it all the way 100. Ashanti's 100. first album 
is a wow. classic. So oh, drop that baby like that. Go back to oh, that. Wow. Well, so <laughs> is that SoundCloud we'll first? We, we SoundCloud. Find a we'll find a remix. We'll see if yeah, we can find a remix. But basically, old school Shanti. Bro, if you go back you to that Shanti man, like okay. Peeper man, she had them. Wow. Jazz I, never, on that. I never listened. Don't even get me started what? on Shanti and my. I never listened. I always had a obsession with her because she was beautiful and amazing. Like, but musically, I never. I ain't gonna lie, man. Like, I really dug that dip deep. But she on some real like that early. That early run, like they were just she was, hits. She was, she was playing she hits. Oh, yeah, they, 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 they had hits, man. Like, they were playing that first album. Oh, oh, no, you good? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I don't know if it unplugged right there. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No, you good? You good? Okay. So Ashanti. All right. Look, let's put let's throw it in. Boom. I'm, I'm gonna right. go back and do some research. All right. So go ahead, and we are gonna get some vibes. If we can't get the original, we're gonna have some remixes. We out here. Y'all already know. I got this junk forming in my bones Who indeed took over my soul Understand I couldn't breathe if he ever said Get on my knees till they bloody red See I don't know if you get it yet He's like a lighter to my cigarette I never knew another human life Could have the power to take over mine So
just like that, we have returned. And you know what, man? Upon pontificating, early Ashanti, man, she had she had the baggers, man. You know what I mean? Like, oh, some real shit. Because you know what? They had Irv Irv Gotti and like early on Irv, man, and Murder Inc. They did know what they were doing. I mean, Fifty has managed to wipe the memory of that out of our heads, but they was they was doing something, man. They was running it. I mean, he copied their model and just ran them into the ground. So, shout out to Murder Inc. Early Murder Inc. Man and Ashanti, man. Well, you know, appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that. Had to put that back in. We had had, had to you had to remind (laughs) us on on that they did have them classes. So, we have gotten to this point of our time out of tradition of high five and qua and uh who wants to start it off I'll, I'll start it off alright so MIT and Microsoft's flash tattoos can control gadgets cool. so a team from hmm. MIT and Microsoft research has developed a fabrication process called DuoScan which can be used to make temporary metallic tattoos that double as on skin interfaces so hmm. in case that was a, a earful, um, hmm. essentially they're taking the material of gold leaf and they are um, activating its magical agents that I didn't read the full article, so I don't know exactly how they do it. <laughs> but basically you can control um, like your devices or imagine you have like a temporary um, metallic tattoo and someone could scan your arm to go to your website or you know it's it's a bunch of different uses so Mm -hmm. jackson and i were were just uh looking at the video and we were we were wild yeah i'm totally all about it um especially because it's like removable right yeah yeah it's it's not permanent yeah it's not no mark of the beast stuff you know you're like oh it's the mark of the beast it's not the mark of the beast it's like a removable type people are do that henna stuff so imagine if that henna could actually be like an activation for to get in your house or like can activate different things and different gadgets. Yeah, and, and the thing like I like that. about it is that the uh, the designs are actually pretty cool. Yeah, they look it cool. it kind of like looks tribal. like the type of stuff people will wear, like Burning Man or yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, like tribal. So uh, I'm with it. What you guys think? I'm hiring it already. You know what I'm saying? Tristan. Yeah, I would like to see, too, um, like what happens as it starts wearing it off. But it's a malfunction. You have to take it all off at once, uh, you know? Okay. I just want to okay. see a little bit more. Well, about it it. A little more research. A little more okay. research. Yeah. So you gonna, what are you going to do? That, you didn't know. give us an answer, man. No, you got to give an answer. Let's see. Let's see. I might acquire it and then put some money and then watch the research and if it doesn't take off, then just sell it off. Yep. Oh, okay. Right. Cool. I put it on the cool industry. I think it's fine. I think it's cool. Yeah. I think you know I would want to learn more about it, but I at least you know. Would you I hire I, it? I don't know if I put some money into it yet. I just kind of want to see what the play Wait, is. Wait, no, nah, man, no. Nah, it's gotta be higher. Oh, and fire, higher fire. Oh, fire. Oh, in my head, fire is not not fire. Like it's five fire. That's a new spin. Yeah, that's a good spin. Higher fire or quiet? Uh, I'd hire. Hire. Okay, do a little research on it. I put some research behind it. Get some information. Respect that. Respect that. All right, I'll go ahead and step up next. This one's pretty simple, but also pretty cool. And by the way, if you're like, where do we go find this stuff? You can find everything that we're talking about in all of our episodes. All of the lightning round under the flip in digigoodtimes.com. That's the website where you can find all our information. You can check out all of the stuff about what we got going on. But my article says this restaurant is using robots to make pizza. That seems pretty regular because, like, you know, they already got ovens and stuff. You know what I mean? But this is using, like, a fully autonomous, like, automated robot arm Mm -hmm. to make the perfect pizza. And it still requires humans. So I don't know if it's, like, (laughs) the weird thing about this particular one is, like, it's just, like, I think putting the final ingredients on it. But this company, they're called Zumi, located in California. They're trying to build a robot that can, from start to finish, make a complete perfect pizza. I mean, Who don't want I, think that? It, I think it's worth hiring. Yeah, I, mean, you I know, want of course, to hire that. There's always going to be the controversy of 
you know, will people taking be put, jobs. yeah, will be will people be put out of yeah, um, they will. their jobs? But you know, I, I think yeah, something like a pizza, which you know, it can it can be can like the, an exact can science. It, can the pizza be made with love? And, and can the pizza be do, made with do, love? I don't. <laughs> do people tell the difference between? Yeah, exactly. Made with I don't, know. I don't tell know. the difference. Yeah, You're a pizza connoisseur, man. I mean, oh wait, 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 I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I do like pizza actually. Yeah, I do like pizza a lot. I would say so. This is a this is an interesting argument. I would definitely hire because the technology is gonna get bought up by all the pizza chains, and it's a wrap. So these guys are gonna be billionaires. I would hire it. I won't say acquire it yet because they're fresh. It's a fresh company. They're just developing it. But I mean, it's happening. The autonomous yeah. nature of these kind of simple processes, like putting a pizza together. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it's you, just... you you gotta acquire because if the robots start controlling the food, <laughs> you gotta be on the side. You gotta of the be robots. on the side of the yes. robots. I'm, that's I'm that's one of your responses. You always yes, want to be on the side of the robots. robots. That yeah. is the way to survive. Right, fine. <laughs> I, I'd acquire it. Uh, I'd acquire it, right. man. Because I mean, pizza not going nowhere. Nah, pizza <laughs> never. It's pizza. It's pizza, man. It's gonna be pizza. Like, the pizza game is is going oh, is not man. going nowhere. It's so like I, dope, man. I, it's just, yeah, it's yeah. like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, it ain't going nowhere. All right, so I should probably I'm acquired. I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna uh, oh, peer pressure. Peer pressure. I switch it up because it's like all right, cool. the face I want to get this on. money too. Yeah. I want to get this money too now. It's not all about right. money. It's about surviving. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's about both. That's yeah, how, that's hilarious. All right, next. You want me go? Yeah, go. Um, the Harambe hologram will make an appearance at Day for Night Festival. So they're wow. just gonna make a hologram of Harambe the gorilla. I never even wow. seen him perform. <laughs> you never seen again. him. All. You would acquire the yeah. Harambe hologram. Yeah, I would acquire the technology that would the enable company. me to make animal holograms. Do you know I can take a whole amusement park with wild animals running around through Dang, holograms and you just cake? Flipped it, yeah, bro. Oh. Like get the money. Like, that's see now, I, I'm yeah. like that's that market. I was like, what? I didn't even think about it. Create a digital freaking zoo. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's two things about that. Zoo. The yes. thing that's I'm gonna acquire just off of what you just said because zoos are about to go extinct because public opinion and as they should, zoos are horrible and mm -hmm. unless they become sanctuaries for the animals, they should be all about abolished, right? Mm -hmm. So then people are still going to want to see animals. Mm -hmm. So a virtual reality hologram, man, mm -hmm. that's the plug. Yep. Copyright, man. Copyright, copyright that. Yeah. Copyright, copyright that, bro. Copyright, 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 copyright that. Yeah, copyright yeah, that. Yeah, copyright yeah. That. <laughs> yeah I'm acquired. I'm acquired. All right. What do you yeah. I, don't, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, you guys. Am I being sold here? But it's like, there's no presentation skills. He's talking about presentation skills on point, bro. Got that Don Draper on you. Yeah, man. Yeah, they had the wrong idea with Tupac. They should have did. Man, I don't even get started. Because didn't that company go out of business? Yeah, because they spent a lot of money, and then they did the well. There's a couple failed ones. They they abandoned the Whitney Houston one because it was horrible, and then there was an MJ one too. That they did, they did, they went, they followed through with the MJ one. They did it bad, and it wasn't. I don't know if they're still doing it. Nah, because that costs a lot of money. So it's like it's a lot of money to generate that. The lighting it takes, the the prep, the kind of computer systems you need. But whoever grabs that way first, you right, man. Yeah, you shall be king. I set that up. Oh, all right, all right, all right. We are we, we already plotting the planet. All right, you gonna take us home, man? Yeah, yeah. So we got Uber starts self driving car pickups in Pittsburgh. So what Uber's done, they teamed up with Carnegie, some researchers at Carnegie Mellon University Robotic Center, and they developed these cars. They're um Ford Focus Fusions equipped with like radar, cameras, and other sensing equipment. Hmm. And they pulled up to the Uber research facility and they hired they got a bunch of press and they gave the press Uber, drive, Uber drives around the city just to see how they will react to the drive. 
And this is selfless. There's no, I mean, no, no, there's still a driver there. Right, right. There's so for drivers. for this yeah. test, there's still drivers monitoring and taking notes, you know, just in case. Ah, but, but the this driver, is Uber. Yeah, this is Uber testing it out and seeing how people would react. You know, um, hmm. I, I want to acquire this because I was doing a little bit of reading on this okay. and um, the, the type of data that they're collecting. I believe that they're going to be able to really figure this out in a in a totally. fairly yeah a relatively quick period of time because yeah. um, they were yes. talking about how you know Pittsburgh has like it's not really on a grid system it's an older system so they they call it kind of spaghetti system yeah. probably similar to Atlanta, Atlanta maybe yeah. a little bit worse Atlanta and um, also because of the extreme weather so them being able to test out um, you know how is this going to work if it's snowing versus you know how does this work on just not you know even roads. Um, I, th- I think they're gonna figure figure this out because we know that the Thomas driving is is that's not it's going here. anywhere. It's, it's here. here and, other and so yeah, I'm down. Countries I'm down for they're doing it already all the, all the way. Yeah, and um, so I just pulled up this other article just to reinforce what we're talking about. The company that Ford bought uh, is called Velodyne, and they put 150 million into these sensors that are going to be the things that are going to connect to the cars. Mm-hmm. And so we talked about this in another uh, episode. We're mm-hmm. doing a higher with another choir, company with another company that is doing more open source. So basically, all this data collection, like you talked about, is going to take several years, but by the time you have amassed like every single point and every single intersection that you would ever need, the computer's going to have all the data it needs to just go, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's autonomous cars, are, are they're here. They're going to be yeah, here. Yeah, we talked about it, that rap. country that's already doing it. Yeah, that's already doing for, it, so that's a wrap. Acquire, yeah, yeah acquire. Yeah, I acquire same reasons there. Robots. Yeah, yeah we just got just, this is like an all acquire. I'm uh, getting to the money, man. Episode. Right. <laughs> money maker, man. You have your that's your self your um, self driving Uber car take you to your pizza that's made by the robot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, real talk. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. I mean, we gotta understand that's what's in happening. The zoo. Man. That's, in, that's, that's in, the in the zoo. zoo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> holographic zoo. Oh, yo, we just created a whole oh, ecosystem yeah, for y'all, yeah, bro. Right there. Man, Come visit. Go to your holographic Come zoo. Come holler at us, man. <laughs> All right. So, on that note. Good brother, Kerry. Can you tell the people how they can connect with you if they are interested in, you know, being a part of what you do, and uh, you know where, where they can reach you and get to your content? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just wrapped up, or I just kind of built my own website on uh, Squarespace. Okay. So go me. Uh, and I don't know shit about <laughs> yes, web design, hey, but man. I was able hey. to make it work. So CarryClassic uh, dot com, um, right. classic with a K, okay. uh, IntoCoolGroup.com, I N T E C O O group.com uh and then both of our properties have their separate websites so intelligently cool is the panel website and the millennials brunch.com is another website so okay cool yeah 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 yep, yep. well, i'm over there classic you, on all the uh, Insta- uh social medias too brad we appreciate you man once again we look forward to you know future uh collaborations man and again bringing forward and connecting to this community that we know is underserved. We know is ready for it, and they open and they've been waiting. Mm. They just wait for the people to show up. Yeah. And y'all can't see what this shirt says, man. Mm. But let me just uh, look at this right here so I can read it out to y'all, man. It says he's wearing a shirt that says "No one has ever accomplished greatness alone." Mm-hmm. We're gonna leave you on that. But that's a, a collaboration. So this is a, a oh, custom. This is oh, a that's custom, custom collaboration. I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah. So, talk about that. Um, between uh, Intaku and Defined by Three, which is a, a really innovative clothing company that puts out clothes in three. Uh, three at a time, like it's a series of three, and they mm. do it in one month intervals, and only a hundred of that those products will be uh, serviced for that mm. month, and then it expires, so you can't buy them you unless it's out. Yeah, you can't get them again. So we did, ah. a, uh, we collaborated with them for their September line. So we have uh, three products on defined by three dot com um, right now. It's collaboration with Indicoo, and this is one of the shirts. 
Well, this wow. was the shirt, and then we have two hats. Is it already gone? Is it already out? Or you can you still it's get a, it? It's, a, it's out right now. Um, yeah, you can still get them. You can still get them. Yep, okay, yep. so another plug, man. Yeah, yeah. Word, I mean, defineby3.com, man. There we got is. there. Uh, the t-shirts. Uh, no one has ever accomplished greatness alone. We have a brunch please dad hat, and then we have an uh, intelligently cool brunch. dad hat as well. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yep. Man, we all about it, man. We all about this life. Again, back to, and with even with the plug, so you can go get the shirt. Mm. But the message... No one has ever accomplished greatness alone, man. Real life. That's so, real. on that, on that, uh, we are going to talk about uh, our sponsor. Shout out to the people that you may not even know and have been our benefactors and have held us down for since the beginning. Shout out to our early benefactors holding us down. ABL Radio, um, but when we made our transition into our new studio spaces, the good brother She of APB, AP Branding Group has a wonderful, wonderful collective called Digital Mass, and they are the ones who allow us to bring you this sound, man. So that's our squad. That's our team all day, 24-7. Uh, look forward to a lot of stuff they got coming down the pipeline, man. 7 a.m., the artists will be dropping soon. So Digital Mass, all things digital, man. Digi Good Times, Digital Mass, Intelligently Cool. You already know, we out here, y'all. Holler at us. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
in LA. And she from LA. I'm from the West. She was born round the bayou. Beautiful too, y'all. She's such a knockout. You gotta hear her talk. It's sorta kinda cute. Quarter French, half black, quarter water cute. Ooh, the girl that make you wanna get a suit. Ooh, you know the type your mama might like. The kind you might write a couple of poems about under a nightlight. But she in LA. And that's a long way Away from Louisiana, Bama Living cameras giving their chills of being popping Hopping on top of couch, cushion shopping Buying whatever got you looking Look it, look it Rubbing elbows among the crooked One pill, two pill, took it Three pill, four pill, took it Now she licking on the BFF Because they looking, well fuck it Long as they looking, look it Tell me what I'm supposed to do uh, I notice yeah. you noticing me noticing you uh, I'm digging yeah. your style, your smile, your benign you Got one nose, two ears, an upper lip and piercings for each uh how she doing when i heard the accent i knew she was foreign, she was foreign. bottle after bottle the way it was pouring nigga after nigga the shorty ignoring rocking back and forth while the What's a fucking move when we coming through? We leaving bodies on the fucking yeah. move. Channel 7, channel 2, channel 5, nigga. Hit me up, I bet my homies that a ride, nigga. And it's just how this shit go with our side, nigga. Welfare food steps, how we survive, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's all for me to shake this. Automatic bad habit, help me break this. Rolling through with my super swap up and face shit. Yeah. Crack rock, straight face, ain't shit to play with, yeah. Ain't shit to play with, never. 